My name is Rick, the host of Real People USA. The goal of Real People USA is to showcase America's finest individuals and small business owners. We also support political candidates who want that extra boost through podcast interviews to show their constituents that their campaigns care about communities before, during, and after successful elections. Finally, Real People USA is a pro-capitalism platform which, ad which advocates for more Americans to embrace the free enterprise system, which is the top source for our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Today's Real People USA podcast guest is Barbara Author, and she's the 2022 South Carolina District 7 congressional candidate. So without further delay, I want to welcome Barbara Author to the Real People USA podcast. Hello, Barbara. How are you doing? Good morning, Rick. I'm well. Thank you for having me this morning. And Barbara, I want to thank you for your time today. I just have a few questions and I would love for you to introduce yourself. My first question for you is to tell our listeners about Barbara Author, such as where you are from and what is your past or current work experience? Thank you, Rick, for that question. As you mentioned, my name is Barbara Arthur. I live in Hartsville, South Carolina, married to my husband, Warren. We've been married now for about 24 years, and I describe our marriage as uh, arranged by God, because it truly, it truly was. We have, uh, together, we are a blended family of eight children and seven grandchildren. I am a Christian speaker for the past 24 years. My husband and I own a small insurance business, and I'm homeschool parent for 15 years. I just graduated my youngest child. And now I am running for Congress. I am running in uh, Congress South, South Carolina, Congressional District 7 against Tom Rice. Tom Rice is one of the 10 uh, Republicans, I wanted to call him a rhino, but that voted <laughs> to impeach President Trump. And so I, you know, knowing my father in heaven, uh, I felt uh, a, a call a call to to run i've never had any political ambition i didn't even think about this this uh, past january it was not something that was ever in the horizon at all but uh, seeing what was going on in america and how the media has portrayed all these political movements uh which to me when i saw it i, I understood it to be nothing less than communist tactics what happened with the election our presidential election in 2020 and then what happened on january 6th and the way the media handled it i was completely you know just a great frustration to the point where it was just only god can bring you to that place and i knew i had to do something and um so i'm running to inform my constituents my in my district about communism because i was born in cuba and in 1969, my father came legally. He, he received his visa. He applied in 66. He got it in 69. When he received his visa, Rick, my mother did not get hers. And so our family mm. was separated for 23 years because of communism. And it devastated. It destroyed. I can remember my father and what it did to him. Because uh, he brought three kids and left my mom behind with three kids, thinking that she would be able to join us within a short time, but if 23 years later, I still have a brother I have not seen in 52 years. This August, it will be 52 years that I've been living in the United States. And so it, it just devastates. And 
when I see the, the Biden-Harris administration, all they want is power. Well, that's what Fidel Castro wanted, power. And he, he, and he didn't care to destroy families and people for it in, in pursuit of power. And this administration, likewise, in pursuit of power, are destroying lives. All those people that they're luring in from other countries through the border, those are human beings. Those are lives that matter. And they don't care one bit about them so long that they fulfill their political and their power and their agenda. That's all they care about. And it's evident. It's quite evident. It doesn't matter what they say. We're looking at what they're doing. And, and that's what really speaks louder than anything they will ever say. And, and you know, I'm just feeling compelled to uh, warn Americans, American-born citizens, that if we do not do something, this communist push will steal our freedom. And I encourage every American-born citizen to remember that our freedom was not free. We have men and women who died for this freedom, and we need to we, we need to fight for what they died for. We need to not allow Democrats to come in and push us into submission because we are free Americans. And we cannot allow that for an instant. We have got to push back. We have got to fight back. And that's my job right now, Rick. As I campaign, I spend time with people. I don't just throw a card at them and say I'm running. No, I spend time with people explaining to them, urging them, trying to get them agitated and angry about it and in order for them to do something. So that is why I have uh, picked up this mantle right now, if you will. It was not something I sought. It was something that I believe was uh, God brought it to me, the Lord, because I served him. Well, now I am fully awake, Barbara. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I mean, that, that just, what you just said over the last five minutes, now that got my, I mean, my, I'm fully awake now. I was a little bit sleepy because it is a three-hour difference between South Carolina and Sacramento, but I tell you what, I am so fired up now. And, and let me let me ask you this question. I think I um, I think I know the answer, but I want to um, let our guests know why I called you. And I think um, if you can speak on this, I have a ton of questions to ask you, but it's something just popped in my mind just now. And the reason why I called you was because I heard through someone, I can't, even, I can't even remember where I got this information from, but they said Barbara is out there uh, talking to, to small business owners and engaging them in a way that most Republican candidates or even people holding office right now uh, rarely do. So please explain to me uh, or, or to our audience where did this come from for you to just, you know, walk through the city, your, to your town, your district, and just introduce yourself and engage the people, especially the small business owners, in the way that you do? I, I must say it was a divine, divine inspiration. I'm, I, I, like I said, Rick, I, I know my father's voice. I know that I'm called to do this right now. I am a Christian. I am a committed Christian. When I say committed, when I got saved, everything in my closet, because it was inappropriate for a godly woman to dress in such a manner, went to the consignment shop. My telephone was changed. I stopped listening to, to secular music that was not pleasing to God. My, my, the television shows, that, you know, just there. I just stopped watching them because I knew it was not pleasing and he's called us to live a life that is separate 
and apart that we may know him and walk with him. So that I, I knew when he calls us to do something, he equips us with everything we need. And just it was just something that was put into my heart. And I knew that I needed that that's what I needed to do. So I go into businesses, I introduce myself, as you say, and I tell them why I'm running and I encourage them to get active in the local level. We must get active in the local level and to attend school board meetings, county council meetings, city meetings, any to to getting to engage to save our our country. And South and South Carolina may not look like California. Thank you know, I, I love all of America and California matters to me. But I don't want South Carolina to look like like California and what's going on over there. It's it, it's just um, it's it's not the America we know, and so I am trying. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so I'm, I'm so glad. To yeah, to to um to to do something, and so I, for me it was just an inspiration. I just felt it. I know it was God who put it in my heart, the Lord, and so I, that's what I'm doing, and um, and it seems to be quite effective. Well, I tell you what, Barbara. About uh, maybe ten years ago, I used to always say this to people, and uh, I call into this local radio station uh, here in Sacramento, and hopefully the uh, radio station host will call you. But I would always say, please do not let your state now. And I was talking to people in different states, uh, especially in you know Florida, my hometown state, and and Georgia right. and the Carolinas and, and and rest of the South. I would tell people, please. Do not let your state become a California because you will regret it. Let me tell you, totally. you will regret it. So here's yeah. my next question, Barbara. Um, how do you see the country's posture or status uh, across the board under the current congressional and presidential leadership? Rick, what I see is our country being whipped into submission. Obey us or else. Communist tactics. Obey us, you align yourself with our beliefs and our agenda, or we are going to make you pay the price. That's what I say. It's a communist tactic. I wonder where they learned all this. Because this is not the America or the American way or the Constitution. This is what the way I see our country right now. And I see people who are scared. Because they have seen what's going on. They have seen what the left has been doing. They have seen uh, people... Be what they call canceled, of, you know, just being punished for their uh, their their political views because it does not align with the Democrats. Those are communist tactics, and people are scared. And what they need to realize is, you you've got to, those of us who are not in agreement must come together, must stand firm against it, must push back, must fight back, so that we will not be like Cuba, look like Cuba or Venezuela or another communist country. I see our country being put into submission, and people are just frightened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see it too. And you may not believe this, Barbara, but when I lived in San Francisco, San Francisco used to have a large number of Republicans up through, I would say, the early 90s. And then the shift happened with, with all the, th the crazy things that happens in San Francisco. But I, I've seen I it. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, I can tell you some of the things what was happening in America, and a lot of people don't know this, and I'd like for you to look it up. I want you to look up a list of members of the Democratic Socialists of America. 
what AOC and Rashid, that the other woman was Rashid, what's her name? Talib. Um, thank you, Talib. Um, and, and two others, two new members in Congress. They are members of the Democratic Socialists of America. And if you look in California, within the state level, how many Democratic Socialists of America have been elected in elected into office? You will you will be appalled. You will not believe it. And it's it's poisoning the bloodstream of America. It's this wow. Democratic. Yes, sir. I want you to search this. I want you to do a search. Dump Google. Do not use Google. I use personally. I use DuckDuckGo. Uh, Democratic Socialists of America. A list of members, and you will see how many there are in uh, throughout the United States, especially in California, in elected office, in uh, the House of Representatives, in the Senate, school board, city council. City council is big, huge list. That is what's happening in America. They are poisoning our bloodstream. People are electing these democratic socialists and they don't even know it because they don't do their due diligence. You know, we, the, the problem really is us voters who put people into office that we don't even know who we're putting in. Uh, so, I, I definitely would love for you and for your uh, your listeners to do that that search and see what, what you come up with. Most definitely. There. And definitely a, a plug for DuckDuckGo. That's what I use also. And and I always tell people, you know, if, <clears throat> if you have uh, any type of one of those uh, big tech platform email addresses, you probably need to change it. But but thanks for plugging DuckDuckGo. Here's my next question, Barbara. You know, our, our nation has been struck. And this is along the theme that we've been talking about so far. Our nation has been struck in this ever-growing uh, socialism, uh, communist light mode since 2009 which is picking up, how has yeah. uh, this, this Democrat socialism impacted uh, South Carolina uh, District 7 residents, in, in, in your opinion? Well, it hasn't, it, we don't see it like you see it, Rick, like the, the blue state. Our state is still a red state, so we don't see it, but people are feeling it. And people are feeling uh, defeated, if you will. Many are just giving up, throwing up their hands in defeat. You know, okay, it's here. We can't do anything about it. And um, so, the, but it's it's not really here as it is in California. Uh, but they they just see they see what's happening throughout our nation, and, and many people feel defeated. And uh, my job right now is to encourage these people that I come into contact with. Do, don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give up, because men and women die for our freedom we're going to fight for what they died for and just be vigil vigilant i'm going to educate them on this dem these democratic socialists of america i to to do their due diligence if there is a, anyone who's a member of this communist party uh, they need to they need to uh, just really primary these people they need to do whatever it takes to make sure these people do not get into office so but here in South Carolina, it, it does not look like where you're at, Rick. Nonetheless, uh, we're feeling it. It might wow. be more psychological, if you will, but, uh, but we're definitely feeling. Yep, yep. I can. Yeah, my uh, wife has been back, and I've, I, I'm, I was in the South Look for at least uh, probably four times in the last year, and uh, I didn't see what uh, I see in California. I did not see it. 
uh, anywhere in uh, Georgia, Florida, or the Carolinas. So here's my next right. question, Barbara. And I think I know how you're going to answer this. And I'm just going to tell my, pod my podcast listeners to watch out. So here's, here you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, what is happening within the Republican Party? It seems like some Republican members of con Congress have lost their will to fight. They seem like they have gone into some type of stealth mode or some type of uh, mode um, in the fetal position, it seems like. And, and, and I'm just asking you, how do you what happened to the Republican Party that I've known since 1991? Fear. Fear. That communist tactic. What happened to the older Democrats? What happened to them? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, why is Pelosi submitting to AOC? What's, what's going on there? Well, AOC is a member of this Democratic Socialist of America. Why are these Democrats who've been in there for such a long time and at one time might have cared about America? They had all their socialist type somewhat agenda, but not like it is today. The, what's going on with these Republicans is fear. I have seen it on television while they're being interviewed by one of these hostile uh, liberal medias. Uh, and I could just see the long-standing, strong Republicans. I could just see them cowering uh, before these anger people. Uh, just fear. And it's how dare you believe that the election was stolen. How dare you? And, this, and then the Republican will just crumble uh, because it's a communist tactic and it's intended to cripple you with fear. Just keep you where you are. Don't you dare move. Don't you dare open your mouth. Don't you dare say anything because we are going to destroy you. That's communism. And, and wow. that's where I think the Republicans a lot of them. Well, I tell you what, <clears throat> you, you, you are definitely using the right adjectives. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it because it's true. It's, it's so true. And, uh, and so, we need to fight back. Yes, sir. So it seems like uh, Democrats are making the news about or they're making up news about these perceived uh, racism, inequality, and everything else under the sun to portray 50% of Americans in a bad light. What are your thoughts about Democrats saying very insightful and often incendiary comments meant to keep the country divided? Do you have any specific incidents that you would like to discuss? <clears throat> CRT, for one. CRT is uh, General Mao. General Miles' brainchild, if you will. Uh, but he used it different with class of people. Today, here in America, it's being used with race. And again, as you mentioned, it's just simply to divide and conquer. Uh, it, it, it's in our, now I, I'm, I'm just, I just cannot believe this, but in our military. They're, try, they're teaching our military critical race theory. Hate America. How are you going to defend something that you hate? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, a, that's contradictory, totally complete. Um, so that CRT is a very um, evil, evil thing. It's meant to divide America. It's meant to um, make the founding fathers of our country, which were white, uh, make them evil and racist and white supremacist. Um, and you know, I was just thinking about that just a few days ago, Rick. You know, it just so happened we're all made by God. And in God, it was his color palette. He chose who was going to be what color for his glory. But 
these men just happened to be white who uh, wrote the constitution and who uh, brought this country together and, and our founding fathers so you know uh, shame on them for being white i don't think so you know what if it was uh well, we were in let's say africa and they were all black i mean what, what is that a problem well what if they were in egypt what if they were egyptians and they, you know and they all looked like egyptians my my spiritual mother in the lord was an egyptian woman whom i love dearly she's gone to be with the lord what i'm trying to say is they just happened to be white why has god made them that way period and, and they're just using this, like you said, to divide, to divide and conquer. Again, it goes right back to this. It is a communist political tactic. We need to stop giving them so much attention. We need to, and we need to just really um, start fighting it, if you will, because it is definitely in the schools. Uh, it, it's they're putting, they're trying to here in South Carolina. It's, it's not as um, as loud. It, it, if you will, as it is in uh, in the um, blue states, but it's here also. They're trying to push the CRT through our schools, and we're our governor is fighting it, which is a wonderful thing. But it's still, nonetheless, it's still uh, very quietly trying to be uh, pushed, and and we need to we need to fight it. We need to with parents. Parents need to get together, stop complaining, complaining about what's happening, and you need to come together. And you need to do something. You need to go to your schools and you need to demand that this stop. You know, Rick, this is what I tell a lot of people I come in contact with. I am a homeschool mom. I just graduated my youngest child, a Christian speaker. My husband has a small business and I'll help him every so often, but I was really busy with the homeschooling. If I can do this, then anyone can definitely go to their school, their children's school, and do something about what's happening there. Yes. So that is, yeah. So you know that's what I, that that CRT critical race theory is something that really uh, is dividing our country, and it's there is an agenda. It's by design. Yes, yes, I agree with that, and I and I will tell you what, Barbara, um, many parents are stepping up, and grandparents are stepping up. I'm a uh, I've been a grandparent now for almost nine months and uh, my Aww. youngest kid just, yeah, thank you. My, my youngest son just graduated from college about, uh, say one year ago. So he's about 24 years old. And I will tell you what, if he was still in the K through 12 system today, or mm -hmm. if my, if my, my granddaughter, uh, starts a school and hopefully it'll be homeschool. Um, right. I would have been at the principal's office or the district's office every day thank you, you know, very in, much in the classroom because i do not Absolutely. tolerate that stuff i grew up in florida right. and i was blessed uh, to have a lot of uh, great uh, uh teachers most of them were white some were latino right. some were black but the ones right. that 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 gave me the education that i have today they did not um they did not say well we're going to treat you differently uh or worse because you're black we're not going to tell you all about slavery and and all about all the bad things that happen to keep you down and to keep you thinking that you are a second class citizen. So I am so glad that you said that, what you said. Thank you, sir. Yes. Thank you. So I got two more questions to go. Yes, so sir. with this ever present lack of will within uh, some in the Republican Party, we do have some people that are very courageous. What can Barbara do 
if elected to Congress, or when, let me say this, when elected to Congress to turn the tide and put the Republican Party back to being in the leadership position? Number one, I will seek to point my constituents back to God. Our country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. Our country was blessed because we sought to honor God. And God clearly says, I will honor you if you honor me. Our country has ceased to honor God. So number one and foremost is to remind America that we are one nation under God. And I know the Democrats and the and the and the so-called socialists want God out so they can bring in their wicked agendas, which are nothing more than demonic and straight from hell. But uh, we turn our nation, seek to remind them, look, put God first. You put God first and we will be blessed. So that's one of the one of the things I definitely want to do and, and definitely shine light on all these socialist agenda and what is happening in in Washington and encouraging from Washington to get involved locally. To, you know, to get involved locally because it, it matters. It's not just what's going on in Washington. What's happening locally is very powerful and we need to deal with that. So that's one of the definitely one of the things that I want to do up there and never having served in Congress it's really hard to say you know uh, like when I go up there exactly what I'm going to be doing but one thing I know for sure is that I am going to I'm a, a true conservative for first and foremost because I I love God I love our country I family and keeping the family unit is extremely important instead of trying to divide uh, trying to fight that CRT and the socialist movement and any other way that I uh, feel led by God to do things that perhaps have not even crossed my mind yet. Awesome. Awesome. So Barbara, do you have any closing comments and where can people go to learn more about uh, and donate uh, to Barbara Author District 7 Congressional Candidate? And uh, let's see, and what else, let's see, and uh, and what can people in South Carolina, D7, and across the United States to support your call to action? I appreciate that, Rick. Absolutely. You can go to Barbara Arthur for, that's F-O-R-S-C dot com. And absolutely, you know, I need your prayers. Those uh, who walk with God and know God, pray for me. That is everything. And the, Prayer is everything. And the, and the thing is, you mentioned... Uh, <clears throat> Real People USA uh, podcast. We will have guests uh, coming on talking about the specific thing you mentioned about working locally in your community at the school boards and at the city councils, uh, because the, the, as they say, politics is local. And the federal government, even though it's a big bad machine, uh, it's not. It does not control what happens on the streets of local communities. And, uh, you know, there are local residents need to take charge and take over these these uh, or take back these uh, these school boards that are trying to push this critical race theory that are affecting impacting our small business owners and raising our taxes and uh, and, and 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 just passing all these uh, excessive regulations. Now, I'm talking as a California now, so maybe that does not exist in your community. But it's coming if we allow these Democrats to continue uh, on the war path that they're on. Yes, sir. On war path. That is a yes. That is exactly right. 
Yes, well, I'm a combat veteran, and I'll tell you that those are the words that I, that's how I see it. So, so Barbara, I want to thank you. And again, this is Barbara, Barbara Author, District 7, 2022 Congressional Candidate. I want to thank you for being a guest on the Real People USA podcast. And again, to learn more about Barbara Author and to donate, please visit, to learn more about Barbara Author and donate, please visit Barbara Arthur. F-O-R-S-C dot com. That's Barbara Arthur, F-O-R-S-C dot com. So anyway, Barbara, I want to thank you for being a guest and uh, come back anytime to share an update about what you're doing and the progress that you're having. And definitely God is on your side because you are, you've been by his side uh, for so long. And I want to thank you for, for, for expressing your faith and express, expressing your conviction and also telling the world because uh, we do have a worldwide audience at the Real People USA podcast about the threats of communism, because you have lived it, you have seen it firsthand. So thank you very much. Thank you, son. So glad to be with you this morning. You'll ha- you have a great day. All right. Make it a great day. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.